questions here. Oh my God. I hope everybody is excited. We are not having faces shown over here because of the, the anonymity uh, needed because of uh, what do they call it uh, when it's uh, uh, statue of limitations. <laughs> yeah, that that stuff because of the uh, the super awesomeness that came from a trip that you guys are going to talk about here in just a second. I'm pumped. We've got Matt and Bryce in here. Um, you guys spent some time in a car together. I think that's a, a fair <laughs> statement to say, right? Yeah, it's pretty fair. <laughs> so well, I would say we spent too much time in a car together. Way closer. <laughs> <laughs> so have you guys known each other for a long time? A couple of years now. Okay. All right. So at least you knew each other. It wasn't like all of a sudden you're like, hey, won't you dr drive with me in a car for two weeks? Uh, you know, because because that's where I want to end our the conversation on uh on the coast to coast trip is how much time did it take to get back home? Because that's, that's what nobody plans for. Everybody sees these super low times, which you guys have a crazy time. Uh, everybody sees those times, but then I would think I'm going to sleep for two days and then it's going to take me several days to get back home. Cause I'm not driving at a 90 mile an hour average all the way back home. Uh, it's pretty hard not to like put the hammer down. Like after you, you know, have it, have it down for so long, like you'll just look up and be like, Oh yeah, I should probably, you know, reel her back in. But <laughs> that's so awesome. So, uh, before we get into that, I've got to thank some dudes. We have, uh, we asked our fans the other day to help us build a podcast room and these guys came through and, uh, and donated some money. And we are so appreciative of that. So appreciative of everybody that watches these videos. Um, the guys' names, I'm going to run through them real fast. It is Ryan Wing, Tom Stark, Matt Monroe, Dino Cardella, Big Bad Daddy, the Cowboy Yankee, John Marat, Tyler Petram, and Donovan Green. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we are starting after this uh, probably hour and a half live feed right here. I'm going to start tearing the all of this stuff behind me is coming out. So I'm pumped about this. I think this is going to elevate our channel. It's going to elevate our ability to bring better content to everybody. So, all right, enough of my shit. Let's get into some fun stuff. Obviously, we talked anonymity, um, statute limitations on driving coast to coast. But it, what people don't understand that are not in that world, uh, you really you have to start planning at least a few weeks beforehand. Uh, I guess so. I mean, it was, uh, <laughs> it was a lot of rough estimates and poor math. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, so what really surprised through... me the most about it is all the time we could have shaved off, off the preparation in the car and we put in a really good time, but me and him were sitting at dinner like, man, we could have took off another five minutes if we had done this or we could have done that. And that to me is really where the time factor is. You're not really yeah. racing 20 other people. You're racing the time against yourself. Yeah, yes. there's a lot of fat still on there to trim off. <laughs> so that's what I was going to say. Um, yeah. On on one of the coast-to-coast -coast pages that I'm on, I posted that you guys were going to be on, and uh, it seems like there was maybe more than just you guys making the run across the country. Is that right? Yeah, so there was, I think, uh, another – uh like 15 or so teams i think the cars was close to 18 or something i think it was the most in the field that's awesome uh fred ashmore says if some supposes of cannonball yeah it, i'd like to preface this whole conversation as <laughs> hypothetical and alleged <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
So uh, let's start with somebody has this crazy ass idea. And well, how do you get an invite? And then how how do you pick the car? Walk us through. I'm going to let you guys talk and uh, y'all fill us in. Um, so there's another, uh, alleged run that's, uh, like a Smokey and the Bandit from Atlanta to Texarkana. So me and our third co-driver, Austin ran that on the first time it was run and they, you know, were like, you guys are cool. Like we were driving the same shitty little Passat that we drove for the musket ball. And, uh, they were, uh, they were like, you guys should come out and do this. Like you got the car for it. You know, obviously you guys can do it. So, you know, that's, that's how we got in. Basically it was just being broke schmucks that are sometimes cool. <laughs> Be, being in, in something already that is uh, similar to this. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Um, originally to get into the Southern classic, uh, one of our other friends, that's uh, a gambler too, was already doing CDC stuff and has some runs under his belt. And he invited us to do the classic with him. And so we got in there because gamblers help gamblers, I reckon. Yeah, dude, a ABG. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, where did the car come from? Uh, so that's Austin's car. Um, his dad had it for a daily driver for, I don't know, maybe 15 or 16 years, something like that. I think they bought it new in 01. And uh, when we made the run, it had like 304,000 miles on the dash. So it was uh, was not a happy camper before we left. <laughs> that's crazy. So with a car with that many miles, like what prep goes into that? Like oil change? I mean, are, you know. Like what do you um, do to that car? Tried to tried to stretch the oil all the way back up into Connecticut and changed it before the start line. Um, but you know, like general maintenance stuff, like it had brand new tires on it before we left Georgia, and uh, a, like wheel bearings, all sorts of all sorts of maintenance stuff. You know, just regular stuff for a car that you're uh, trying to beat the wheels off of. You know, right? Uh, Thomas Gilbert's asking, uh, why can't I see Bryce's grubby face? Uh, anonymity here completely. And, and you guys, you guys are more than welcome to, to turn the cameras on, uh, if you want to. Obviously, it's not uh, because I'm too poor to afford a camera, that wouldn't be easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all right, too so much greatness, too much greatness, <laughs> right? So, you're god, there's so many questions because I think every car guy at one point. Um, my favorite cannonball, you know, run type movie is Gumball Rally. I enjoy that one a lot um, because of I, I just think the car sounds in that movie are better than maybe Cannonball Run movies. Uh, how, how, I, God, there's just so many questions. Like an oil oil change isn't just an oil change on that car. Like, do you throw an extra quart or gallon in the back? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, God, do you do you? We went through a gallon of oil. Uh, between the two fuel stops. <laughs> so, okay. It was, it was two a half fuel a gallon stops? at the first, first fuel stop and a half a gallon at the second fuel stop. That's cool. So that that is definitely some questions uh, that we're going to get into, you know, miles per gallon. Like, how do you test that? Because uh, before we started recording, Bryce was saying that, like, he had driven the car one time. Yeah. yeah I drove it on the way up to, to Connecticut, and that was about it. That was my experience with a car. That's yeah. hilarious. I got it like one night uh, before we left. And like other than the classic, which 
when he ran the classic, you know, it was like a different car. Like he hadn't done any of like the maintenance for that. Like we just topped in and went for it. And then he had like worked on a whole bunch. So I took it one night and I mean, tested out pretty much just their like auxiliary fuel setup. And that was it. And then. That's awesome. So let's talk auxiliary fuel setup then. Like uh, we had done some math on a minivan. We had, we were going to take across country and we were trying to figure out fuel flow rates. I mean, is, is it that intense where you guys doing <laughs> calculations with Excel and stuff? Or was it like, Hey, this car should go 400 miles. We'll be fine. Uh, um, yeah. So there was a, like a shit ton of guesswork on that. So our fuel pump was like a eBay special Chinese, like 1499 pump. And it said it moves anywhere from a quarter gallon or more a minute. So there was no, no exact rate. Like, and we had it pump into the stock tank. So, the leveling we had was only based off the stock fuel gauge, which like moves very slow. So you really never got a definite answer. Gotcha. So you'd run it to a quarter, fill it to three quarters and hope that it's somewhere right. Yeah. And doing that, we ended up pumping uh, maybe about 10 extra gallons down the road, like out of the side of the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So how did you guys? Yeah, run? I was about to say that, that method never actually worked. <laughs> oh shit! That's awesome. So, how did you how did you pump it in? Did you uh, did, was there just a cell in the back and then uh, a line that ran at, you know out of the pump into the filler neck? I, I think um, is the typical plan. Yeah. So the uh, the tank was uh, an old gas tank out of a boat, like a aluminum oh, gas yeah. tank. There you go. And uh, it had a pump sit on top of it, and then a sump in the bottom of the tank. So it would pull it, and then it came through um, like the, the latch that pops open to pop the gas tank. Mm, and okay. uh, we drilled a hole into a gas cap and it just went straight into the filler neck. So, Oh, uh, that works all the, all the time. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was definitely a, a, not of the best quality, but it worked. Yeah, how the hell do you take the, the fill cap off then are you like trying to not spin the line too much or is it just a you know barb fitting slide it off <laughs> well uh yeah it was uh, done in a hurry so <laughs> it was literally just a hole drilled in the and the hose stabbed through it so you could spin the whole thing out and pop it out to fill the stock tank and then fill the ox tank through the trunk <laughs> shit that's cool man that's that's really cool that a lot of people probably make this harder than what it really is you know uh, I mean, I would, I would say that on some of it. Um, what is, we haven't even told anybody. What, what is your time from Darien, Connecticut? Let, let's go uh, mileage. So it's Darien, Connecticut to the Portofino in LA. Uh, mileage, and then what was your time? Uh, I think the overall mileage was twenty eight ninety four, and we made it from the Good Wives Shopping Center to the Portofino in thirty three hours, sixteen minutes, and forty three seconds. That's insanity. That's insane. Like, that's like you told me a while ago, but it's like, what, 90-something miles an hour, 80? What would you say? It was Matt. Matt Matt had the numbers pulled up. What was it, Matt, before we got into LA? We had had a rolling average of almost 91 miles an hour until we hit LA traffic. And when we got to the Pornofito, after that last hour, it came down to 87. Dang, that's crazy. That is yeah. crazy. It was it, like, oh, we got in there like in LA, like a, I don't know, a perfect golden hour of like where traffic was just starting. If we were like maybe 20 minutes later, like it would have been gridlock and would have just sucked. Yep. 
What, what did Fred say earlier? What'd you say? Ifs and ifs and shouldas or something. Yeah, ifs yeah, and exactly. supposes. Coulda, shoulda, wouldas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so. You know, looking back now, is that the first time you guys have made that trip? Either. Oh y'all? yeah, yeah. That's the first C to C for me. It's the first C to C to me. I've gone from like Atlanta to LA a couple of times, but never that's from cool. Darren, Connecticut. <laughs> Yeah, that that's a whole. I would think that would be a whole new stretch of road. I mean, like I've heard Ohio is crazy and Illinois is. I know is uh, they're jackasses if you have to go through Illinois. I, I don't know how you get. Did you take like the northern route? Did you take the southern route? How, you know, it was uh, a mix of the north. We did about fifty fifty, and then yeah. south. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm just trying to think of all the questions. Like I'm trying to to prepare everybody for for this because i know that there's a ton that goes into this what um one question i have though is like how did you prepare yourself for that kind of trip because um you know atlanta to connecticut i mean did you guys bomb that oh yeah we uh we ran yeah we were breaking the car out for good like that was where we're like true testament if it's gonna bust it's gonna bust now i mean we dialed it back in virginia uh, allegedly, because Virginia's scary. <laughs> that, okay, so so you bomb up there. So you're, I would just imagine your adrenaline is high. Um, you're running, you know, you're you're fast up there. You get there. How much downtime do you guys have between uh, arrival and when you left? Uh, we got in. Uh, we checked into our hotel, and then we went to the hotel everybody was else at, and immediately started stretching livers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta test that. You gotta get some uh, some of that content in your blood so you can uh, you can make the trip. Uh, Billy Ray BG is uh, asking what kind of countermeasures did you use, and I, I'd like to get into that, but I, I'd like to I'd like to talk about you know how you worked with. My mom's over here saying she can't see your guests. We can't see them because you know legalities and stuff. Even though we their don't, pictures, don't exist. <laughs> yeah, even though their pictures are in the uh, in the <laughs> the photo on the front. Uh, I literally just don't at, own a camera <laughs> yeah, at, at the Portofino, so it's fine. It's fine. We're gonna we're gonna have fun with it, and uh, it's anonymity. We're doing it for anonymity. Um, uh, where the hell? Oh, so you guys get there. You're drinking. You're having fun. Uh, were there people there that you had not met before and like you're trying to get to know everybody or is it kind of like a, a small group? People are like not really talking to folks. Uh, I met a few of them at the classic. Uh, me and Austin did. So we had some familiar faces. Uh, Matt, it was Matt never, never met any of them. So he was new to them. And I mean, it was, you know, just like kind of like a family fair, like everybody just like is there and we all know each other but not know each other, you know? So it's like, yep. it's almost like gambling. Like when you're here, you're family, you know? Right. Uh, Yippie Kaye earlier said there were I will say. Cars. Go ahead. I'll say that uh, we were definitely vetted in Connecticut. Everybody was nice and cordial with us, but it wasn't like bro and family until everybody made it to LA. And then everybody really opened their arms. Like, Hey, welcome to the cannonball community. You made it, you made it. So it's not something That's you can really just cool. show up to and half-ass and and think that you're going to walk in the door. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah, just being there isn't, isn't part of the, the cool factor yet. Fin- finishing it is part of the cool factor. Yeah, uh, 100%. Yep, yep. So that I would say that's a lot like the Dragon Drive community. Uh, you know, 
once you prove that you can do something as strenuous as that, and I can only imagine as strenuous as what this is, um, then people are like, okay, these guys have a shot. They're they're not dumbasses. You know, they didn't run over anybody. They didn't kill some. You know, kill a car or something like that by not treating it right. So, oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, I guess uh, I answered Billy's Billy's question. The countermeasures we had, um, we just had like I don't know, maybe four cell phones rocking and a Garmin and one little piddly diddly radar detector. Um, it was like Fisher Price's first unit in radar detector. <laughs> oh, and a, like you, and a pair you, of dollar store binoculars. <laughs> like they don't even see out very far. They're just like for you to look at. Okay, well I can see a quarter mile ahead now. Yeah, instead it of, was uh, like a. I think the the side of the bino said like a thousand yards. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> well, hey, you know that that gets you out and lets you see if there's lights on top of a car or not. I guess pretty much. You, I mean, but you're still looking at a roof rack, pretty still much. scratching your head. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can only imagine. And and as you're coming up on somebody at you know, a hundred, I would think if you're averaging that kind of speed or faster, allegedly, um, you know, you're coming up on somebody, they're probably not looking for a Passat to come flying past them. Uh, but that was one, that was one of the things we focused on with the car is so we, uh, we camouflaged the marker lights and the grill and the tail lights. Uh, so you, like, if you didn't know what a 90 some odd Passat looked like, like you had no idea what it was flying past you. I mean, it was like we really went for the incognito look on it and it it did prove to like work in the end yeah what uh what time did you guys leave connecticut uh 10 a.m oh damn okay so like your your daytime the first half so uh from my understanding of time you know like uh you would go you would drive all day and then uh damn and the sun's setting in the west you're like how long did it did you guys get murdered by the sun i mean hours i would oh, think. Uh, yeah, it, was, it seemed like an eternity. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Fred Ashmore says it's a Le Mans start, so so I guess that's oh, yeah. uh, that's true. Like the uh, like the like the movies. Yeah, yeah. Le Mans is uh, everybody standing outside running to the car, right? Yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah. not just the drivers, like literally everybody in the car. So it was like a uh, before <laughs> before Le Mans started, I, I, we were sitting there listening to Jane Fonda, like doing a workout, getting the ham stretches in and everything, and then <laughs> took off, and it was just a battle out of the parking lot, you know. Oh shit, that's crazy. So with twenty seven cars, I mean, you've got at least probably seventy people. I mean, 50 at least, because, I mean, there's probably there – was, was there anyone that ran solo? Yeah, there's a couple solo guys. Wow. Fuck that. I'm out. I have no <laughs> desire to go Bryce. that far. I could I could make Bryce, it like eight hours solo. Name? Oh, uh, Jay. Uh, Jay was Jay was a legend. Um, I can't remember his last name to save my life, but he, the, he was in a Prius, and he was solo and didn't stop at all. God. That, no thanks. That's like guys an animal yeah yeah he's like oh yeah i'll stay up no problem screw yeah. it 30 something hours uh jay roberts yeah. is uh fred fred here saying yeah jay roberts guys uh guys a badass after yeah, we jay got roberts. to la he left from uh from dog beach and went all the way to jacksonville solo non-stop again too golly that's so cool on the same tank of gas yeah like in that <laughs> prius 
Like he 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 had like uh. I have so many questions for that guy. Yeah, like we'll we'll give you his contact info after this. (laughs) We love him so much. That guy is a absolute legend in any of our. Here's the deal, like uh, like what you guys took. uh, Prius is a great example. Like those cars are under the radar cars. You know, everybody, you see these movies and they, you know sensationalize the whole deal and oh man there's all these cool cars but like those cars are the ones that some dude is driving with his family in ohio there goes a prius i'm like man what the hell's that guy got on i'm not calling the cops on that dude i'm like hey that guy's going 104 let him go yeah i mean jay 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 had the whole incognito vibe in the prius because he was just rocking like a bowler cap He's an older feller. Like he looks like he's just trying to meet his wife for dinner or something. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. He's late. Uh, Steve Brown says these guys were awesome and totally killed it. And then uh, Anthony Leonard said Bryce could totally run the whole thing solo. I'm convinced he doesn't sleep. Uh, allegedly, I never sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you guys. I would leave, say Bryce uh, got maybe 15 minutes of sleep, dude. Oh my God. So did anybody sleep on the way up? Like <laughs> you, you drive from Atlanta to Connecticut, get drunk, talk to a bunch of people. Your adrenaline is just crazy. Cause you're fixing to go on this trip. Uh, you lay down in bed, sleep for 42 minutes and then you, you get up and drive for a day and a half. Yeah, pretty much. I think uh, me and me and our other co-driver Austin got uh, maybe, maybe four hours of sleep and Matt got less. Cause he went and went, picked up uh, pizza for us for the ride up <laughs> or the ride nice. out actually nice uh adam bruton said that uh these guys did fantastic it was great getting updates from them on the road they make east alabama proud that is one question i have now i had before i knew that uh, there was a, a group of you guys doing this um was you know how, how did you track your time uh but if you're in the middle of a of a group it's pretty easy you know starts start clock or whatever you did up there in Connecticut. And yeah. then obviously when you get there, you're taking pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. You, you, uh, we all started at 10 AM, like the Lamont starts. So, uh, uh, he, uh, we all just took off at 10. So we all knew our own start times. Like there's no denying that. And then pretty much when you got to the Portofino, it took a picture of the, the, the sign and then your phone has a timestamp when you take a photo. Yep. So, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I guess Yippie Kaye is uh, is Roberts. He says pops in the Prius here. Yeah, <laughs> he's I, we love that guy so much. He's like he's he's a legend. It was the best because we were in Connecticut before the Dino, and he just is sitting in the Prius smoking a cigarette and rolls the window down and Cake is playing like he's going the distance. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. What? Oh, dude, that's a great that's a great question. What did you guys listen to? Were was it like conversation? I mean, like, or you're like. Laser focused. <laughs> so, so we uh, re- refound our love for the Blues Brothers. That's true. Yes, that's for sure. Um, there was there was a couple songs that were playing on loop. Like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, about, like, uh, the whole Rubber Biscuit song we could do like perfectly by now from listening to it for multiple hours at a time. Uh, everything of uh, the end of the world as we know it by REM <laughs> so we can do that word for word now too. <laughs> yeah you know I think people are used to 8 to 10 14 hour trips you know but uh, when did when did the delirium set in was it like 16 18 hours in or was it more like are you seeing uh, Nevada and you're like oh my god are we going to get any there soon so I ran the first 12 it was hours. really rough because the sun went down so early 
Oh shit! Yes, yeah, so you had a the ton of dark so early. It was like four thirty, five o'clock, and the sun's going down. So it's like seven or eight. You're like, damn, what time is it? Fucking midnight, and then you know it's not. <laughs> it's yeah, not. I ran, at all. Uh, I ran the first twelve hundred, and uh, afterwards, like we were getting into the night, and uh, about about clipped the deer at speed. Uh, did some some decent maneuvering, and it definitely yeah. was like a, a, a time where I was like, "Yeah, time to go to bed." Like someone take over, <laughs> like, which didn't last very long at all. <laughs> oh shit! So let's talk about that. So uh, you're twelve twelve hundred miles in. Uh, how many miles could you go on a tank? Like, how did you guys do the math on that? How big of a tank was it? Uh, and so you're planning. You said two stops, right? Uh, we were planning for one originally. So the uh, the stock tank was, I think, 22 gallons with, like, filling the filler nook up as much. And uh, then the ox tank was 24 gallons. So we had anywhere from 44 to 46 gallons. Um, but it, it, like, didn't really seem that much because I think the sump on the tank wasn't low enough to where it would pick up, like, the last gallon or two. Yeah. But we had planned that we weren't gonna stop until i think past joplin so i think like our fuel our only fuel stop that was planned was going to be like about 1500 1600 miles and then we had a reserve like five gallons in an auxiliary can other than the tank in the back that we were just going to rip the the pump off the tank and then throw it in there and pump that at speed too hell yeah that's awesome uh bronson justice here says that seems like every time my wife checked on shrek it showed 116 uh must have been a bug in the app uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah allegedly we might have might have kept her in the woods for a good bit uh it, i i i think maybe if i was dreaming and the GPS showed something. I think our top speed hit like 127 at one point with a tailwind downhill. I'm not sure. <laughs> Dude, that okay. Explain that to people. I had that don't I had understand. the same dream. <laughs> so, all right, for for a car that does low 120s, 115, 123, uh, like, but to keep that average up, holy crap, dude! That's you guys are on point the whole yeah. time. If if I was running the first twelve, I would have kept it at about one twelve, one fourteen. But you know that's all subjective. Um, we we could feel the elevation. I tried to keep really it at. Go ahead, Matt. I tried to keep it at around one oh five, one ten, and I was driving allegedly at one twenty seven, and I will say that car <laughs> felt like Space Shuttle Columbia on re-entry going through the atmosphere yeah. because everything was, was shaking the glass was the glass was vibrating <laughs> damn dude that's crazy yeah and, and and like once we got into the wind like it was it was literally like wrestling a bear like coming into la and it was it was amazing like uh we had yeah bronson justice so yeah we had to yeah. use uh we had to use a ryobi uh Probably a uh, air pump like for your tires to suck the vent so we could fill faster at the big at the big diesel pumps too. Wait, hold on. Tell us that story because that okay. So so because I'm going to turn this into a podcast. So I'll read the comment to folks. Uh, uh, Bronson says, "Love their innovation to use a vacuum pump to displace air in the fuel cell to fill up." 
Yeah, so the we'd hook a hook an air pump to the uh, to the vent line, and uh, so there was no like burping or the diesel wouldn't foam. Mm. So then we could just like shove the handle in, change like uh, put it put oil in the car, you know, get everything around for a driver swap or something, you know, and that would just be rocking out, <laughs> just pumping fuel. <laughs> Definitely was like the most sketchy looking thing at the fuel stops. Like, <laughs> did did you guys see any other? Uh, I keep on to say gamblers. Did you guys see any other? Uh, coast to coast folks while you were at any stations or were you guys all spread out uh fuel stops were pretty much everybody was like spread out on what their what their mileage and uh, mpg could do mm. yep uh we did run we got ahead of the curve uh early in the game cutting off uh avoiding some traffic on the highway and we took surface streets and we caught up with another team and uh we we battled out for I know it seems to be about five and a half hours. Like I was, I wasn't supposed to do the first 12, but then just, you know, driving took a hold. And especially with the spirit of competition. Yeah. I'm saying then you, your competitive and, nature was like, let's go. Yeah. That's it. And I mean, especially cause they were, they died. Our fuel stops were very, our fuel stops were very beneficial to us. Uh, the that, first one, awesome. someone had told us that they gotten pulled over. And we pulled off and got fuel early. And uh, after we got fuel, we got back on the highway and we got over there and another cannonball or pulled over. And, you know, they could have been us. And then the other one, uh, we had pretty much smoked the cop at like 115 and pulled <laughs> off and got gas real quick. And he took off down the interstate. So our fuel stops were both unplanned, but very strategic. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was uh, the uh, old flying by the seat strategy. <laughs> That's crazy. So you pull up, you rip the cap off, you're throwing diesel in here, um, and you you pop the hatch. How many people are like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> you're like so, filling the hatch and the thing. Are you like, <laughs> like yeah? That? So our filler our filler neck for the ox, I ripped it off like a '90s OBS Ford. So it's you know like four feet long to get from the ox tank that's centered over the rear axle. Yeah. For you know weight displacement, and so it literally looks like we're just dumping gas into the trunk. <laughs> like people are looking over at us all weird, and the Ryobi air pumps just racking off. Like, it's like what the hell are these guys doing? <laughs> that's awesome, and then you take off and they're like that was crazy what wonder what they're doing and then you know nobody ever pays attention to that car yeah no, i mean I'll, I'll we'll send you some photos of the car afterwards but there's a like the taillights were painted with upside down triangles so it looked like shark fangs and there's just like it's just it's it's got three hundred thousand mile paint job so it's all peeling like clear coat and it, like a clay bar and a cutting buff wouldn't save that car right that's crazy so you guys look like you were just like uh just run you were some some poor dudes running across the country so every time you pass somebody they're like okay yeah later uh, yeah we had a huge huge uh i think it was like an 82 inch whip uh cb antenna coming off the side of the car too so it just looked fucking goofy <laughs> fred says don't church it up bryce oh, yeah. I, I won't fred i won't yeah. at all <laughs> uh one thing we've got to keep yeah, in mind I is like that. the the comments are about 15 seconds behind us. So I, I'm sure that was about the, uh, the antenna. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, so you guys have done a few events like this. Uh, is it something that you're ready to go for all the time? Like I just trying to figure out how you prep yourself to do this. Like, like, 
okay, we're we're leaving in a week. Do you stay up for twenty eight hours? Like, how do you do that? I mean, that's just part of daily life at this point. Oh. But, <laughs> but I mean, I I I've lost weight. Like, I I lost thirty five pounds in two months. Like, getting to race weight for this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Um, I definitely cut so- back on fluid intake and eating and stuff before the race to like prepare for not having food in the car and not going to bathroom and stuff like that oh yeah that's a good question so uh was were there a lot of gatorade bottles laying in the floor at the end of this trip or was it uh hey i'm gonna pump fuel you go pee uh third dude check the oil and we're gonna rotate uh matt 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 you got this one right (laughs) Uh, all i'm gonna say is the pistolator 9000 there you go. <laughs> that's great. That's a uh, that's a that's a, a merchandise coming to you, people. Yeah, you could buy it especially at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, who was the first to have to pee, though? That's the question. Uh, I think it was our third driver, Austin. Definitely Austin. <laughs> I mean, I only I only pissed twice. Uh, the first time we hit like standstill traffic on 70 and like i just turned the car off for saving fuel and just popped out the door and just took a leak right there in traffic <laughs> yep that's awesome so you're, you're stop and go traffic there's uh you know there had to be more people in the mix that are uh that are in that same ballpark as you that are that are on this run and they're they're peeing off the side of the road too oh yeah well the uh the people that we're uh we were like pretty much with for those that time they got a call from like i think their father or something and i had just made a little bit of distance on us and they got a call and said hey big traffic jam and none of our maps showed it so mm-hmm. they split off on side streets and got got some mileage on us while we were sitting in traffic i don't know for about like 30 minutes or something god how long was that 30 minutes uh a lifetime a lifetime michael <laughs> yeah uh austin he's in the <laughs> chat here he says, uh, "He says small bottle is better than big bottle." Yeah, that's that's our co-driver Austin right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, he had asked us in Walmart when we were getting jugs uh, to urinate in. He said, "Do you guys like the big bottles over the little bottles?" And I was like, "Why? Why the fuck wouldn't you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna need more space. We don't yeah. want we don't want more bottles. We need more space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anthony Leonard says. Uh, Nothing like driving a hundred plus <laughs> throwing piss jugs at street signs. Uh, we did hear of uh, one of the other competitors uh, definitely uh, passed another person and popped the sunroof and uh, made a made a golden shower happen on the highway. Oh my God. I don't I don't remember who it was that did that, but it wasn't us. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Austin says shaving grams here. Shaving grams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. So. What's it like to be in the car with some the same two people at that level of uh, I keep saying adrenaline, but I don't know what else to say. But at that level for that long, what's what's that like? Uh, Me and Bryce were pretty much just in the zone. Uh, he was driving real hard, and I was fighting real hard. Austin was running really good, interference in the back with the radars and all that stuff like that, and double checking for traffic jams and. You know, yep. making yeah, sure we're clear when we get over. So everyone really just had a role and got into it. That's cr- how far ahead are you planning for, um, 
like you know slowdowns in traffic or, or slowdowns on the interstate or wrecks or anything like that well it's it's hard because like things things could happen within you know 20 miles at speed mm -hmm. and things things can clear up pretty fast too i mean you might have like a, a traffic report and then once you get to it it's it's uh it's gone um oh yeah mark spence yeah that's who it was fred yep. yeah well mark in the french car <laughs> when you're moving almost two miles a minute uh you know it's real iffy if you have a cop or something 10 miles up he probably won't be there by the time you get there but if he's a you know two or three miles up he'll probably be there you know everything yeah. happens real fast and you like, you have to plan kind of far away because you're moving so fast right um that's and and then i'm guessing you know if he if you're looking so are you using did you use Waze? is there a a special app for you crazy people that uh that you use within your group that you're running with uh we did have a we did have a shared app for the spirit of competition where we could see everybody and then yep. you can you can put police reports on there but i take mm -hmm. all of those with a grain of salt because it's yeah people are just picking stuff to make you slow down yeah um, i think we used ways and then what was that other one we used matt uh i don't i don't even know what that one was called uh, it worked oh, pretty good. Highway but we used ways to double check on that one. Yeah, yeah Highway yeah, Radar. Austin, Austin yeah, yeah, Highway Radar. That's awesome. I'm glad Austin's in the chat. No that, sponsored plugs or anything. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> if you guys want to throw some bones, we'll take them. Yeah, if you want to send a check, they'll take it for sure. Definitely not powered by Mountain Dew unless you want to be. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless you want to send a check. Uh, yeah, Austin said being able to aggregate ways, Google Maps, as well as aircraft scanning around. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely, it definitely was weird having such a mix of like technology in the car. I feel like, uh, my liver's rotting off from all the radiation from the phones doing stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> He's, oh, I, I just, absolutely. I just envisioned this like panel of cell phones, like in front of Austin in the back. And he's like, <laughs> just back there touching him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, the back seat was lit up like a Christmas tree. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I guess you guys didn't have any issues with uh, officers or anything like that. No, uh, we didn't get stopped. We had some close calls, but um, no tickets on us. I, I think there was one or two tickets issued from other guys, but yeah, it was uh, one us. That's for sure. That's cool. Austin says that you guys didn't run any radar or laser jammers and uh, just your standard, <clears throat> excuse me, mid-range Uniden R3 radar detector. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's what we ran. That's cool. Yep. Um, so uh, one of the biggest questions, I think a lot of the guys that, you know, Vin Wiki has kind of uh, made famous are, you know, spotters. Like, did you guys have any spotters that you come across, any of that kind of stuff? Uh, we had uh, one feller um, – that like he spotted for like everybody. He was, uh, yeah. he was, a uh, he's a friend. He was also another runner. I think it was Dave, Dave, uh, Dave black. I think is who it was. He, he was out of Albuquerque or somewhere out there in Arizona oh, cool. or New Mexico. And he got on the highway and we ended up passing him. So we got him for like, I don't know, 15 or 20 miles that he was in front of us, but. Oh, that's cool. Uh, the unit in R3 is the same one. Fred Ashmore, uh, the same one we run. <clears throat> yeah, you can't hide money. You can't yeah. hide money. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's so fancy. <laughs> so fancy. Um, 
what was y'all's like favorite part of the trip? Uh, like, like the getting to it. Cause we're going to talk about coming home. Cause you hit some cool stuff on the way home too. My favorite part of the trip was, uh, being the second car there, but the fastest under a hundred horsepower was my favorite. It was rolling in the Portofino and getting the champagne bottle handed to us. I mean, that's pretty what like to keep a sub hundred horsepower car above a hundred miles per hour is pretty impressive. Especially like- especially with three adult dudes in it. And yeah. and four hundred pounds of fuel. Yeah, and then you know, we 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 had packed a little too much. Uh, we definitely could have shaved a lot of weight and uh, supplies and gear and food and, and shit like that. Like we could have yep. saved probably another 120 pounds or something. Man, I would think that would be a bunch of weight savings at at one at that speed, and then two, uh, you know, thinking of mile per gallon too. Yeah, we ended up actually getting a really really good MPG. Um, I think it came out into like 30. 33 to 36 range damn dude that's awesome that's a that's a bunch especially at a speed that that car was not necessarily designed to uh maintain oh yeah yeah and as as austin's was down there too uh, when the car you got it Matt. when the car had a fuel of like full of fuel we got 27 but after we did one fuel transfer on that tank it jumped up to 33 to 35 ish man that's crazy that helps a ton what so you know some of the other guys i would think uh you know they're looking at what 20s low 20s 25 maybe at that kind of speed there was a couple other tdis running um and i think i think they were getting around the same as us um but there was i mean i think the the guy who had the lowest i think the they got the friends of opec you know, quote unquote award was somewhere in six or seven mile a gallon range. Oh, what the hell, dude? That guy's like carrying a tanker with him. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'll be there. It's going to take me two days because I've got a hundred gallon tank in this what brick that he was driving. And then, uh, <laughs> so I guess that brings up another question. Sorry, I'm like coming up with questions as we go here. Uh, what was like? What's a fuel stop time? I mean, how long does it take to fill sixty gallons of fuel? Oh, um, first one was rough. Um, we definitely didn't have it down, and then the hours and miles we had between, there was a lot of conversation to, to where we could have trimmed the fat on that. And the second one was a lot faster, but I think uh, I think like the quickest one we had was like maybe ten minutes tops. Wow. And it's that's like, pretty fast. There's, I mean, there's a it lot. Goes of, back, there's a lot of room. It goes back to what I said earlier, where yeah. the first one we were kind of waiting on a couple of people to shoot ahead of us so they would get hit by the cops, and on the second one, yeah. as soon as the cop hit, like blew past us on the interstate, we were like, okay, go, 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 like let's get right behind them and go. So, I, you know, there was there was fat to be shaved off of it, but at the same time, the fuel stops were 100% necessary, and if they went any other way, it could have been a completely different run. Yeah. Uh, Streetcar Chronicles 100%. Streetcar Chronicles saying, uh, this is a rad story. I've actually been working on a sweet event just in the state of Texas uh, for the last two years. This fires me up to put the plan into motion. And I think that's what you guys will see as, you know, more of this story comes out and things like that. And <clears throat> Obviously, you guys are easy to talk to, and that'll help. Uh, you know, I, I hope it definitely inspires folks to to go out and even if like 
if you weren't going balls out, what would you think a respectable time is? Like a, a you know hour. I want to give a shout out to those guys. That Cavalier was awesome. That was one of my personal favorites, and they definitely embody the spirit of gambler. And I cannot wait to race them on public roadways again, allegedly. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah, the Cavalier. Awesome. We were definitely rooting for the Cavalier. They had some technical difficulties, um, which was a shame because, like, we thought they were going to be some some hard competition, but you know, mechanical failures really set them back, and that you know, it was it was a drag on us. But you know, it was also one of those things that you know, that's what happens on these. You know. Yep, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see your your growth after this, and like, what happens next? Like, do, are you guys already planning for a a second trip across? Oh, I, I hate it so much. I'm going to probably absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So sorry. Uh, back to uh, respectable time. What do you, what do you guys think is a respectable time? Well, like in, in like what car, like, cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, stuff like you're just commuting coast to coast or like, are you just, no, like, no, no. Like, like you're attempting a, a decent time, but you're maybe not trying to set the record, you know, like, like it's your first go around and you're like, Hey, I think we can do this. I mean, yeah. sub thirty-five. Yeah, I mean, I would. It depends on if you're talking uh, cannonball or musket ball. Yeah. If you're talking seven hundred horsepower, I would say anything under like thirty-five, thirty-six hours is extremely respectable. But if you're talking full cannonball, like no horsepower limitations and all that, definitely like. 28 or 30 hours is pretty pretty respectable yeah for a legitimate cannonball with like a prepped like actual like fast car anything under 30 is cool um there's i mean there's dudes that are in the in the 25 hour range and yeah like that's just it, like after running it in this car like that's just balls out bonkers to think and i mean it you never know because traffic conditions weather conditions you know mm-hmm. like you never know what'll happen that's right. Yeah. When, right. Dead in the I've, set of COVID is when that was set. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We've been following this for a long time. <laughs> so when, uh, when I saw the picture, I was like, Oh shit, those guys gotta be on. <laughs> yeah. Those, uh, it was, I mean, this was absolutely, uh, I know this was like absolutely like the most fun i've had in a car in a long time i mean we gamble we we do stuff like that all the time and we've we've all done some kind of racing like mm-hmm. uh, i've done some road racing action uh matt's done some drag racing i think austin's done kart racing and stuff like that and some motorbike stuff but like this right here was the most fun i've had in a, in a car like at all that's cool well and because it's such a long trip you know what I mean? Like, uh, so Ashley's asking about uh, music selection, and then she said she knows uh, B is a chef. What was the appropriate meal selection for a coast to coast trip? Well, Matt, Matt grabbed the last Domino's ever made out of Domino's Pizza in Perry, <laughs> Connecticut. We had two two pizzas that we ate all the way across the country. Um, <laughs> we had like a pack of Cinnabons from Domino's hang out on the back glass for like I don't know maybe. Maybe eight days or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, uh, music, music, music came down to um, like a lot of a lot of classic rock, a lot of drive-by truckers, uh, blues brothers, um, some weird stuff, you know, just to just to throw a curveball and just wake you up. And pretty much there was like coming into LA, 
uh, Matt just looked at me and turned the radio down because we had we had the windows down because it was like a balmy 83 degrees out. We're sweating. And it was just the most violent experience ever. That thing's just shaking like Spaceship Columbia. Megadeth was like cranked to the moon about to blow the treble out of the speakers. And he's just like, can we turn the music off? I can't, it's not even music at this point. Yeah, he's so, like, I'm, I'm trying to see here. Can we turn this down a little bit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Austin says, uh, anytime you can make where you maintain a decent speed and keep moving without any uh, – I would, without any big mechanical incidences and law enforcement encounters is a badass run in my opinion. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And then uh, he said, you ever heard of a wish yeah. sandwich? Yeah. It's about the same <laughs> to a rubber biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it would be interesting to, to see the playlist, the play history on your, uh, <laughs> on your stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, I think my phone is running music for, I don't know. We'll send you a couple of keepers. Yeah, we'll we'll send you the hitters of the trip. That's for sure. The ones you would, you would go back to so you could just sing along for for 45 (laughs) minutes of a song on repeat. It was like anytime someone yawned or something like you just throw the one. I asked him if I could play one of them in the background on this interview. And he was like, no, I don't know about copyrights. (laughs) Oh yeah. Copyrights will kill me. So, That's so right, I, I I do know which ones you're talking about though. Uh, that whole that whole soundtrack is great. Um, it, any states you guys won't revisit? Uh, you'll you'll uh, route around on your next trip across. On on the way, uh, well, I mean, Missouri was like purgatory. Um, that's where a couple dudes got tickets yeah. in the night. Um, mm. It was just chock full of law enforcement, and I mean. I think I think coming into Missouri too is where I almost I almost clipped that deer at speed too. So like Missouri all and yeah. all was just like purgatory in the middle of the night. Yeah, but uh is there any way I will say Missouri? No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah, like damn. Drop down After Memphis, all the I cops guess, and everything. Uh if you can avoid Missouri, definitely do that on the next run. But, right, you know, there's just really one path that's least resistance in the whole run, and that's it. Yeah, yeah like the, uh, the more further we went, the heavier the cops were. It was like the cops were talking, and like by the time we got to Arizona and to California, like the cops were everywhere. And uh, <laughs> you know, it's hard to say on the run there, but on the run back, you know, a little different story. Yeah, so the run back, I was like, where are all the fucking cops? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah. I would think by, by about the eighth car that passes a, a row of a convoy of semis, those guys are like, hey, what the fuck's going on here? You know, <laughs> well, that, was, like, that was one of the reasons I really wanted to CB was also to like hear them shaking it up and then also like make a pass. Like, I mean, if like we finally figured it out, like the the best like. <laughs> the best way we got truckers to move out of the left lane over the CB, like, like all of like, please get out of the hammer lane. Like none of that ever worked until like you'd get them side by side and be like, quit looking over here. Just pass me already. What do you want to kiss? Like <laughs> they, would, they would hit the hammer down as soon as they said that. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. They're like, Oh man, what's the guy talking shit? That's funny. 
Yeah. So, uh, Jesse asked how the TDI is running uh, <laughs> after your coast to coast to coast run. Uh, not good. Not good. <laughs> That's what Austin said. He said, like, she. Yeah, it definitely was a like, hard start. Like, <laughs> 16 valve, two stroke destroyed <laughs> with a million and a half on it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And, and that would be, uh, I would think, you know, the hard run to Connecticut, the hard run across, and then, uh, you know, you fire it up in L.A. and you're headed home and you're like, okay, it's going to take a week. You know, I mean, do you all want to get into some of the uh, the trip home yet or do you want to you want to tell more stories from the road? Oh, it's I mean, it's completely up to you. It's your show. No, hell no, dude. It's up to you. You're <laughs> the one telling the story. I'm I'm in for the ride, man. I mean, Matt, we have anything else memorable from from the run out there? I mean, we left Connecticut real hard. We ran through some snow for maybe 50 to 100 miles. Uh, we came in, almost hit the deer in Missouri, hit the desert and put it flat out on the wood and came into L.A. traffic just like everybody else. And it was a pretty typical Damn. run, but it was a good time. That's and I'm really fortunate to be welcomed into the Cannonball community. I'll say that to everybody that's, that's watching. That is for sure. Like, thank y'all for letting us do this. It was absolutely amazing. God, you guys are making me want to do this now. Um, how many cars? How many cars finished? <laughs> uh, I think everybody in the pack finished. Um, what? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there yeah, was, I, yeah. There, there was a couple cars with mechanical failures. Steve was that Steve Brown or Steve Brasher and Pistachio? Uh, he, yeah, he uh, Brown. launched his car off a. Of, I don't know. He launched his car off something and in arizona and like he bottomed out the oil pan and something like that and came into la and hang out with everybody at the finish line and then went back fixed his car and drove it like two days later back to the four and a feet just to finish so huge shout yeah, out to that yeah, guy he because finished that really the, the cavalier the Cavalier guys, they fixed it. They ended up running to the Portofino too, and they had mechanical failures. Uh, team Florida man, uh, they were running. Yeah, there he is, Steve Brown at the bottom, flying pistachio for the win. Uh, <laughs> bad man, Steve Brown, right there. Um, yeah, the uh, the Yaris, they ended up having some kind of tire tire failure, and our one of our support cars, which was some of the coolest guys ever in a short bus. They uh, they helped him get the tires changed. They had to like wait till the morning when Firestone opened too. Oh, so then dang. they ended up they ended up finishing later than they wanted to. But you know that's yeah. just how just how it goes sometimes. But every single car in the group made it to the Portofino. So let's talk uh, what you carry in the car with you, because you know when we race week, you know we last year twenty uh, twenty we took everything, we loaded everything in the car. And I think it was like 600 and something pounds worth of shit. Um, like, what all did you guys carry in the car with you? Um, I mean, did so, you have a jack and tire and all that yeah, kind of stuff? Yeah, we had, we had a spare tire and a scissor jack and impact. I brought my Atlas 47, if you're listening. Atlas 47 tool roll <laughs> that was, had everything in there to, to, to fix the car when we needed to. Um, but... Uh, Pretty much, it was just like, you know, I had a bag, Matt had a bag, Austin had a bag, uh, some food, some drinks, and then enough tools to put a Volkswagen back together, and a spare tire and a scissor jack. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. That's that's pretty cool. I rode almost 400 miles to Bryce's house on my motorcycle, but I was packed very, 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 very light. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, a couple couple changes to clothes, I would think, would be all I'd want to carry on a on a motorcycle for 400 miles. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, me and Matt had, like, I don't know, like, we were on our last pair of clean pants for, like, four days. <laughs> uh, oh, here, uh, Austin said, uh, air mattress inflator and tire pump came in handy for sure. Oh yes, that's uh that was the uh, old pump ventilator too. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, you were saying that uh, all Ryobi power tools. Uh, yeah. Hint, hint, Ryobi. Somebody tag Ryobi. Yeah, Austin's Broke. big into the mean green machines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, well, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, what ha- what happens in LA? You you will in is uh, obviously I've never been to the Portofino. Um, been to LA one time for about fourteen hours. Um, so you pull in, is there like a huge parking lot? Does everybody hang out or like, is it like you pull in, you go, Oh cool. We did it. All right. Uh, dinner at seven. And then you guys lean over or yeah, so uh, head towards like, the hotel. They, they have the, the like dinner party and award ceremony, like a, like what, two days or a day after when everybody mm. starts rolling in just to make sure. Yeah. Um, so when you get in, I mean, the guys who beat us that were cheaters, <coughs> um, we're, uh, we're waiting there with champagne for us. And then we were waiting with cold beer for the next couple guys. Like the guys behind us were only like 15 minutes. So we oh, had cool. enough time to take a parking lot piss and stretch our legs and drink a yep. beer. And then they were there. And, and then people start rolling in. Pretty much you just you stay in the parking lot the whole time as everybody's coming in until – That's cool. Till the most of the pack, and then it's like, all right, I'm going to the bar. <laughs> well, and and I would think it would that makes sense because you guys are all you know you're leaving at the same time, and and save for some mechanical issues or something like that, or getting stopped. You know, you're probably not far behind uh, as far as every you know the the main. If it's 27 people, the main you know 20, 18 or 20 are going to be you know pretty close to each other. Uh, Anthony Leonard said Matt needs to do the iron butt. He ran 10 plus hours from Alabama to Florida through the rain on his bike. Uh, he's a madman. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, t- yeah, 10 hours on a bike's a long ass time. What's funny on that strip that I left my rain suit in somebody else's car and I had to oh. do the whole thing in like my overalls and vest and my boots filled oh. up with water and it was miserable. And I, I have the <laughs> chance to prevent this, but typical being typical, that's just kind of how it goes. Yep, that's funny. Uh, Austin said everyone who showed up uh, were definitely ready for a drink. Uh, great, great views of the ocean, hugs and camaraderie. I, I would think that would be probably the coolest part for me because I, I enjoy talking to people. Obviously, that's why we do the podcast and getting oh, yeah. stories. And I mean, you guys, you know, you literally lived exactly what the person pulling in in front or behind you lived. So, you know, you're telling stories. Oh, shit. You remember that? Did you almost hit the deer in when you're coming into yeah, Missouri? And there's like five people that always hit that stupid ass deer. You know? It's it was a lot of like, well, how did you do this to get that much faster? And then, you know, yeah. we share the, the secret recipe and they're like, damn it. I told you we should have done that, like to their teammates. And then and then it's just like we're drinking beer and we're like, we fucking did it. You know, like, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, well, we just we got in the car and we put the foot down on that right pedal and then uh, we made it uh austin says crazy to think about how every single team left the launch point at the same time and how we all made it to the same place on the opposite coast yeah it was it was amazing to see the entire field show up at the portofino like even if it was in like delayed reactions and different days like Mm -hmm. every single car that left california or connecticut made it to california that's pretty awesome 
that's pretty awesome because there's been stories you know we we've all watched all this stuff on VinWiki and things like that and uh, all the other you know stories that come from these and uh you know i don't remember the guy but he had an rv one year and he like it was stuck in tulsa for like 18 months and then he went and fixed it and like then finished the his trip in the rv i mean it's just such cool stuff that comes along with this. And that's a, that's a big trip. You know, like we drive a thousand miles in a week with race week. I can't imagine driving a thousand miles in a night. Yeah. There was a, yeah. John Ficarra. Yeah. John's John's, John's a legend. Uh, I yeah. mean, John's the one who helped, I mean, actually put on the musket ball. So he's the reason we're, we're even here talking to you right now. That's uh, cool. That guy's a fucking legend. And yeah. Absolutely. I love the shit out of him. Guy's amazing, yep. dude. Yeah, it seems like one of the coolest people him. you he's, could probably meet. Digging up something that's a good thing and like recreating yep. it and making it even better. And I really yeah. appreciate that from the bottom of my heart, John. If you're watching this, I love you, man. And I've been watching <laughs> it forever. And thank you. That's oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's such a cool, you know, for like for those guys to have done that for so long and then now you know, pick up that mantle and, and carry it forward for, you know, I would say not necessarily, he's not much older than I am, but a new generation of people, you know, to, to do this with. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it was crazy to, to meet, um, man, Matt, do you remember, uh, do you remember his name? It was, uh, he dropped the, dropped the flag for us. My brain just doesn't work since I've gotten home. <laughs> I'm so, I'm still uh, pissing in bottles. Uh, over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's the last existing member from the original Cannonball in '71. Yeah, uh, I think it's John Harrison. I'm sure someone will yeah. put in the comments here in just a second. Yeah, yeah. Exactly Fred just said is. John Harrison. Yeah, yeah. That was that was amazing. Being like yeah, John some Harrison. of the being some of the youngest competitors in the field at the Musketball and meeting a legend like that who was who was there in '79 to to run the Cannonball, one of the original Cannonballs, and. Yeah. Just, just looking at him and be like, you know, I'm so happy that we can not only see that, a living legend like that. Not only that, but he came up to us specifically and he said, hey, I love seeing young people in this and you guys are rocking the music and doing everything and I love seeing you guys here and I wish you the best of luck. And that was like five or ten minutes before the, before the event even started, before he dropped the flag. And, you know, that meant the world to me. Someone like oh, that yeah. that's done it and it's just like, man, you guys are really keeping the spirit alive. And you know, I love yep. that. Yeah. And, and he's a dude that has like, I mean, he's been a big part of all of them, you know, like for, for a long time, yep. you know, I, obviously I've just seen videos, you know, that, that, that dude's talked about, but I mean, he, you know, he's definitely keeping the dream alive. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing to see like that once, once you get it in your blood, like you just you stay with it. Like I mean, yep. I know when I when I'll be his age, like I'll still be I'll still be trying to do this. Like I, I like I will never. I'm like a bad tick. Like I'm gonna stay here forever. <laughs> <laughs> right. What what you're gonna do? You're gonna have a uh, two battery packs in the car instead of one, and it's yeah. gonna be you're gonna be a simple plug in and all that shit. Whenever we get all that figured out, yeah, exactly. Um, because fuel will be too expensive. We'll still we'll always have gas cars, but. Uh, <laughs> It'll just be too expensive to run them that far. I'll be making and bootlegging my own diesel <laughs> next year. <laughs> That's right. You'll be pulling into McDonald's. Hey, man, y'all got any fry oil? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, yeah, and then Austin here says, uh, thank you from the bottom of our heart, uh, John Harrison. 
that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I was I had that's a oh yeah thing. so go ahead. We went from like three dollars and twenty nine cents a gallon for diesel in Georgia to four dollars and ten cents in Connecticut to almost six dollars in California. Oh in my Mac. God! Yeah, brutal. So, Whatever Brutal. you do, your fuel prices for where you live is completely off because you can show up in a different town and be off by like, you know, twenty dollars or whatever. Like really, <laughs> yeah. really, really, really yeah. fast. Yeah, and at, at sixty gallons, that's a big deal. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Man, that's why. So, how many gallons do you think you guys went through? Did y'all do the math on that, or was it fill the tank, let's roll? Uh, yeah, it was a, a lot of fill the tank. Let's roll. My best we, estimate. We over pumped. My but best no. estimate is we went through 250 gallons of diesel. Yeah. On like two occasions, we over pumped too. So we threw, we just like threw dollar bills out the window. Just yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Send it down the way. That's crazy. Wow. Because I think that's one of the biggest things is, you know, because in a trip like that, you're not worried about hotel rooms uh, for the trip. You know, you're not you're not that's stopping not, at night or anything. But but fuel, I mean, that's a thousand dollars of fuel. The entire yeah. trip from Georgia yeah. to, to Connecticut, yeah. the whole run completely on the wood and kind of taking it easy and hitting like two or 300 miles of route 66 on the way back at like a, a casual cool. 50, 55 mile an hour pace. Like the entire run was probably 250 gallons. That's cool. And then Austin's saying about 74 gallons on the run. Yeah. It's yeah. It's about, that's, that's about, about right accurate. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he said 37 gallons for the first 1200 miles. So probably twice around Excuse that. That's me, just for a minute. That's that makes sense. Um, so did you got how long did you sleep after you got to to LA? Like like you guys get there, hang uh, out once for a we minute. got to LA, we probably slept I don't know, probably five hours because we were all in a time difference. So we woke up really, really, really early because we're all on Georgia time. Yeah, so your east your I'm eastern time. And we went out to the car yeah. and was like kind of taking an assessed damage on it. And uh, you know, and then we were like going back to the room still drinking coffee and people were just waking up like you guys want to go get breakfast and we're like no, no, like we've been up for a couple <laughs> hours, sorry. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh Austin said started drinking and hung out uh for about 4 hours then passed the fuck out at eight, around 8 p.m. <laughs> So, hang on, yeah, I'm just doing the math here. So We definitely went to bed early. Yeah, so if you left at 10 a.m., uh, if you didn't get a nap during the trip, which I would think you would have slept, somebody slept a little bit, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, something like that, um, and then you get out there and you're up till 8, I mean, that's a long stretch. Uh, yeah, I just, I just got back. What was the question? <laughs> so it was, uh, you know, Austin one, how long did you? slept a pretty good bit. Austin slept a pretty good bit. Bryce slept probably 30 or 45 minutes total in the whole entire journey. Uh, I got about two and a half, maybe three hours of sleep right there before the driver change where my shift took over just to make sure I was sharp. 
And I'd say uh, I'd say like I didn't Austin sleep more said, than once we got to Portofino, cars started showing up. Oh, I mean, you were back there laying down, you know, resting, yeah. resting for forty five. You were off yeah. the clock. Yeah, what <laughs> clock then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so, so that that led us that led us into uh, you know then Austin talked about uh, kind of hanging out and uh, drinking for about four hours with folks and then he passed out about eight p.m. and so my question was like how long did you sleep and Matt was saying that you guys were up pretty early because you were still you know I mean your brain and body hasn't adjusted to uh, West Coast time yet so you know if you slept five hours it's now you know one a.m. <laughs> yeah, um, not only on top of that, daylight savings is a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, it was rough because I mean, uh, me and Matt stayed up drinking. I mean, way too late. Like we we should have gone to bed when Austin went to bed. I mean, we, we stayed up. I mean, probably till four a.m., five a.m. or something, and things crashed. <laughs> Then woke up at like 8 a.m., ate breakfast, and then just, you know, started the whole Rochambeau again. And, Man. yeah, the, the liver is definitely feeling it. That's for sure. That's crazy. So, so let's, uh, so Austin says we were up before 7 a.m. when the hotel uh, breakfast restaurant oh, uh, yeah, okay. opened up. So, That's pretty awesome. So, yeah, so I, I need to uh, I need to grab me a beer. Um, why don't you guys tell kind of like the first leg back home? Don't get into the, any of the Route 66 stuff if you can help it. Uh, I'll be right back. All right. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Um, so we woke up, what, our third day in L.A., and uh, we talked to Austin. Austin stayed with, with his girlfriend the night before, so they were out in – Long Beach or something like that. So we ended up getting out to Long Beach about 11 a.m. or 10 or something like that. And then doubling it back around, figuring out where we where we were going. And uh, made it out of L.A. I don't know. Maybe I mean, we what, pretty much just hit the interstate. Made it. Yeah, we made it out of L.A. And we were probably running like 85, 90 miles an hour. Still kind of splitting traffic, trying to shake off the fucking jams. And uh, you come into Arizona, yeah, allegedly. You, know, you come into Arizona, if you're doing it yourself, you know, you dip off on Route 66 right after you get out of the big city, and it's just kind of badass pretty much after that. I've made yeah, it was... a few times, and I've always been on the interstate except for, like, traffic jams and stuff like that, trying to split around them, and... It was really nice just to pop off on the back roads and see the scenery and mingle with the people and slow down and stop after hauling ass for so long. Yeah, it was it was nice. I mean, like once once we got out of once we left L.A. Like I mean, I was still driving, and I mean, I just kept telling them I'm like key it up on Route 66. Like I want to hit this, you know, the slow motion and to where I, I physically can't put the hammer down and I can just enjoy, enjoy the scenery and just like, you know, soak up what this, you know, what I want to do on the way back, which is just see sights and see scenery yeah. and just, just enjoy it. Like what my dad did when he went to California, when he was a kid was, you know, he ran the majority in route 66. And I just want to experience that. It's, it's not going to be there for much longer. I, we're going through San Bernardino County. And one of the county workers was telling us that they were 
crushing buildings, tearing a bunch of shit out, like, and that we should see it right now because by the end of the year, it's not going to be God, that's crazy to think, too. Um, the 2026 is the 100 year anniversary of, of Route 66. So I, I think that's my plan is to make that trip that year. I would, I would honestly take it, um, like sooner the better because they, yeah. they're absolutely like, take it. What that lady said was 100% true because, like, 20 30 miles down from where she was taking pictures was just like demolished sites and things that you could tell was had been there that were just completely flattened and no longer in existence. And it's an absolutely beautiful road, and there's awesome people out there and good little mom and pop shops and stuff like that and mm-hmm. you know if you're going to be a motor enthusiast you got to get out there and support these people yeah yeah stop at those little markets stop <laughs> at those little diners like even if it's to get a cup of coffee or a pack of chewing gum like every cent counts with those out there and, and it's yeah. like everybody can take their you know i-40 and and just haul ass but nobody takes the side roads and runs route 66 anymore and yeah. it really soaks up the scenery well, and that's <clears throat> that's part of the race week stuff too. Is like, you know, everything we do is two lane, and we spent some time on sixty six um, in Oklahoma and Kansas, and or I guess Oklahoma, not really much of Kansas, but um, it, it's just cool stuff. Like, you know, we're we're all used to seeing new projects, you know, new buildings, yeah, and that stuff. I mean, the signage alone. And just the parts of 66 I've been on would be really cool. I can only imagine how cool it is the farther west you go, you know? Oh, man, it's it's cool because you get a mix of, like, neon signs that are still functioning and towns that are still thriving. And then you get, like, where, you know, towns didn't survive and it's a ghost town. And you just see, like, just, like, how fucking cool it would have been coming yeah. down here like 1968 with the fucking with all the lights all the bells all the whistles you know yep. and it's it's one of those things and, and if you have the opportunity to go run route 66 Once. all the way back out like from california as far as you can like do it like and do yep. it as soon as you can because it's 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 dying breed now it's going away yeah and that, that's a good point because even like <clears throat> i think you know in the next two years you'll probably see a little bit of a resurgence for that because of the hundred year but like it'll all be new stuff that looks old. Like it yeah, won't be exactly. old stuff that's lived 50 years, you know? Yeah. We, st- we stopped in a, a desert market um, while we were still in, in uh, California. It was in San Bernardino. It's when we met that County worker and it told us they were just flattening stuff. And it was just like a convenience store, liquor store. And it was a cool old building and it had been there since the 1800s. And that's wild. And he's just, you know, sitting there just selling to the local populace and whoever pops off the exit. And, you know, at, it's it's super cool to be in there and you can see the floor is is you know kind of wallered out and washed out from just people's feet you know just just from people stepping on it and dragging sand you know that's cool exactly that's pretty so how long did it take you guys to get back home oh um we're on the road for another three or four days how much how much was it matt we left at like noon we left it we left at noon on friday California time, and we got back at his house at 9.30, 10 o'clock Georgia time. What day? Was it was it Monday? Uh, 
having some different. Oh, no, we go back Sunday night. Sunday night, Friday okay, morning. Yeah. Go back Sunday night. Yeah, like Tim. That's Sunday that's pretty. I good. don't know so, what day it is right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of how I was feeling that one. Do you? Like, oh. Yeah, I don't know. My days have all been together. Um, but the funny thing is, like on a trip <laughs> yeah. like that, you you lose that day. Like you know, there there's a. a extra 12 hours of time that doesn't exist in your brain, you know? Oh yeah. Like, like all of whatever day you made that run was one day that 33 hours and 16 minutes and whatever seconds was one day. That was just one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, uh, it definitely, yeah. it definitely took a toll. On, I talked on, to on a customer. Brain. I worked for myself and I talked to a customer and they said, uh, well, so what you've been through, like, all the time zones and i said well, i've been through all the time zones twice like i'm i don't know what time yeah. it is right now please just give me a time date and stamp so i know like how yeah. to react with what you're saying to me right now yeah i'll put it on i'll put it on my calendar that's pretty crazy um so that was our biggest thing right so we live in northwest arkansas uh you know our our deal was like let's when we were doing our initial planning and again we haven't done this yet had done this trip. That's why it's so important. And I, I'm so appreciative of you guys coming on. Um, you know, we thought, okay, two days up there, take our time, really just cruise, uh, you know, get a feel for the car, make runs, stops, fuel, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, and then you're, we figured sub 35 hours uh, for our first trip would be respectable in our opinion um, of what we could do, you know, make time when we could, if we hit thir less than 35, I was, I, I would be excited. Uh, and then, you know, you're three or four days home because uh, I want to see stuff. You know, I, I want to take time and stop and look at cool cars and uh, cool spots. So, you know, you think like that's a whole week that it takes to do that. Plus the time it's going to take you to re recuperate. Oh, yeah. I mean, like. I don't. I don't know about the two guys, but like, I don't, I, I don't really think there was any recuperation that was going on while we were there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, once you get home, you know, because you're, I would think you would be just annihilated once you get home. I mean, me and Matt got back to the house and immediately like killed a bottle of champagne and then like a, <laughs> and a, a couple to a few beers. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> And woke up in the morning and just was like, all right, well, I guess we'll just like drink six cups of coffee and, and sit around until you have to leave. <laughs> you know? Didn't know how to even act. And I mean, when he left, I just took like the world's longest shower until my hot water heater just called it quits and <laughs> <laughs> it just laid down. I mean, that's I'm hurt, crazy. Linda. I'm hurt. Yeah, pretty you. much. I'm, I'm hurt. Linda. I'm yeah. hurt. And of course, I couldn't call my best friend because he's on a motorcycle going home. I could be like, "I miss you, buddy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, uh, and then Austin said he worked all worked all day today. So, what day did you guys get home then? Just a couple of days ago. Yeah, just a few days ago. Wow, dude, that's crazy. That yeah, is crazy. Right? Um, let me look at my computer. It tells me what date it is. Yeah, yeah. Today's today's Tuesday. Tuesday. So yeah, so we got back on Sunday. God, dude, that's wild. Thank you all so much for uh, making the time to do this. I was thinking, like, you know, typically it's a couple weeks, you I, know, I before you somebody posts that shit. <laughs> yeah. Holy I mean, he crap. reached out. He reached out. And I mean, I'm, I've been in a fog. Like, I'm just like, yeah, man, whatever, hey, man. I'll hey, see listen, your buddy. I'll be on the I saw the, I saw the picture, and I'm like, those motherfuckers got to be on here. Like, I got <laughs> to know this story, especially in that car, you know, like, 
just taking that trip and anything is cool, but taking that trip in a car that, I mean, you know, doesn't make any power, isn't going to run 150 miles an hour. So it's all about average speed. It's all about how fast can you change the, you know, we're not stopping at McDonald's to get food because (laughs) we can't take the 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. It was was funny because in Atlanta, we, we got the car dynoed and in Atlanta, it made like 76 of the wheels. And, when we when we dyno in in Connecticut, it made eighty six to the wheels. So, with you know dynos, you know are always yeah. you know their own thing. So, you know pretty much we think in the average of somewhere, it's probably sitting at about eighty my eighty you know eighty horse or something. And because there was there was a couple dudes that you know they said they they dyno before, and then that dyno was a little over. And Connecticut's got a higher elevation. It's just all yep. that shit. So. Yeah, and it, uh, it, that that little TDI was like the little engine that could because it was free boosting at like 22 pounds of boost and like <laughs> i was like 4200 rpm so it was just like <laughs> giving it all she fucking had <laughs> that's awesome so uh any mods to the car like i mean you guys have better exhaust was it all stock like anything um, like that cut the cut the cats out of it and sold the cats for uh gas money <laughs> yes <laughs> so it's got a little straight pipage and uh other than the fact that like um something in in the uh in the uh like back feed for vacuum for boost control is is just like bay pa- bypass and the math thinks it's running lower so it just free boost the entire thing because i think stock they run at like five or six pounds of boost like oh wow and she just was letting her fucking eat at 22 <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and yeah, then uh, i'll Austin says an underbelly and a front air dam, and then big tires to help with gearing. Yeah, I think uh, I think we had had the car upsized like two sizes in tires. So, I mean, the speedo wasn't crazy off. I mean, it was like three or four miles an hour off on the car to what like my our other GPSs ran, and so it definitely helped. Um, that's for sure. That's cool. And then he says a, a resistor in the math wiring to dump full fuel. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's pretty neat. Um, so trip home, I mean, is there a, there a special spot that you guys are like, I'll definitely go back to this place? Uh, Matt, I, I, I would say Oatman. Absolutely. Oatman, Arizona, uh, yeah. the Sidewinder, which is not – competitive to the dragon if you're a motorcycle enthusiast as far as curves mm-hmm. go but right in the middle of it there's a gearhead graveyard and i will be changing my will i will be buried yeah. there and that you is and a me both, very both. very very magical place for people for anybody that is listening to this and is into motorsports and building things on your own and and doing things in the gambler way i will be back there uh whether i'm alive or dead yeah, that's awesome. O- yeah, Oatman and it was amazing. Yeah, Austin says the same thing. Oatman, Arizona. That's pretty cool. I'll have to do some looking on it. I wonder how far it is from here. <laughs> Sounds uh, like a fun, fun run in the cart. It's uh, what's well, not bad from from your place because we made it. Uh, we made it from um, Holbrook, Arizona, which was only like two and a half, three hours from Oatman um, to Van Buren in like ten hours. So I mean, oh, that's not bad at all. But that's you know that's. Um, allegedly What's weird is it's only like the speedometer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's only like maybe 30, 40 miles off of like I 40. And yep. 
I feel like it gets just bypassed so much because people are just in such a hurry. And if you go through yep. in Arizona, like everybody loves you and they're just so glad that you're there. And that's, oh, yeah. you know, just slow down. It's not worth yeah, it. Don't, yeah. Don't haul ass. I know we have a land speed record have across the country. Yeah. They have, I know we have donkey. a land speed record across the country, but just slow down and enjoy America and look at everybody yeah. and be like, Hey man, I love you. Like it's great. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful day and it's wonderful to be here and able to do these things that we do. These alleged shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that's one of the biggest, you know, like the drag and drive stuff I talk about just cause that's what, you know, I feel like relates to a lot of this. Like you're, you're literally going through parts of the country. It, you know, we're typically in cooler cars than, you know, Volkswagens, but um, you know, you're seeing stuff that, that a lot of these folks, that's their life. That's their livelihood. That's how, they pay for all the stuff that they do is by selling stuff in their convenience stores or gas at their, you know, shop that was built in the seventies or sixties or forties, even, you know, uh, they're, they're selling that stuff. And they love a lot of the times I would think that route 66 folks, um, they are car people or car centric enough to know that, that we're what's, we're, what's going to bring that stuff. You know, there's, there's very few, I would say, uh, folks that are not car people that are going to take the time to slow down and do Route 66. Well, even even if you're not car people, like the 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 views, the sights, like the small town interactions, like Oatman was cool. Like I mean, they had like uh, like one of those fair shooting ranges with like the little BB guns and water guns. And oh, that's they have cool. A cool little old school bar and like it's all retro stuff. And there's like historical facts, like you can you can sit there and, and learn about the old West and how the pioneers came about and like how they struggled to live there. And I mean, it's, it's, there's a cup of tea for everybody. Like it, you just got to yeah. find your cup of tea out there. Well, so uh, l- let me rephrase what I'm, what, so I, Anthony says, <laughs> he says uh, in cooler cars and Volkswagens, that's a lie. Go ahead. I did the math and it only takes eight hours extra to do Route 66 compared to I-40. So if you can literally wow. spare a one extra day in a hotel, take Route 66 yeah. and appreciate the back roads and just slow down a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it, it was awesome just not having it. traffic either. Like, I mean, when we were out there, yeah. didn't see another car. Like, I mean, it was just us cruising, and that's it. Like, and it, you can really just soak up, like, the beauty that America has to offer. Right. And, and that's cool. And to, to answer these guys, uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking about, you know, like drag cars, <laughs> eight, eight, seven, eight second cars cruising. It's pretty fun. Uh, Fred says he lives off route 66 and loves it. it yeah, it's I so cool. It. I wouldn't yeah, at all. You know, Joplin is an hour from here and then it runs through portions of uh, Kansas and uh, obviously, you know, through Oklahoma from there. And part of our, we, we host a charity drag and drive event in April and we always try and hit a portion of 66 that comes through that part. So it's always fun. It's, it's such a, uh, it is a slower time. It's a slower, slower pace. So you guys did a couple hundred miles of 66. Uh, like how did you get home from there? Like if you're in Atlanta, I mean, did you guys take 40? Is there a, is there a uh, Yeah, we, we smashed, uh, smashed a bunch of 40. Um, and then once you get, um, once you get to, uh, yeah, you run 40 all the way to Memphis hmm. and then you kick off down like 78 and you run that 
till Birmingham, and then you cut over on twenty. Gotcha. But I mean, it was it was after we got off Route sixty six. I want to give that, like. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. I want to give a shout out to the game fam that took us in. What is that in Alma? Oh uh, yeah, so they put us in. They uh, cooked us. They cooked us good meals and gave us good so, sleeps, and we didn't have to pay for a room that night. And that's just the gambler yeah. family just stepping up. And I, you know, I Jesse, love you guys. I don't know if you're listening, but Jesse and Ashley Weddle, uh, Narks knows them well. Um, yep. He knows knows how great a people they are. I mean, Herb, we love you too. You were there, Jim. You know, the old mullet was there too. Uh, some of the best people in in the country uh, yeah. happen to be at a house in Van Buren at the same time to welcome us with open arms, and we love them for it. Yeah, they're they're great folks. Uh, Jesse's been on the podcast before uh, with Wes Evans and uh, Reagan Gray. I always oh, want to yeah. call him Casey, but that's his wife's name. Yeah, it's his wife. Uh, yeah. Reagan, yeah. yeah, I did that today. Introduce him to. Anyways. Um, so my mistake on that, but they, they're coming back. I messaged Wes. Uh, we're going to have a, a revisit. It's been like 18 months ago. It was a great time. Those dudes are crazy. They're crazy, and I love it. Yeah, hey, that that slow, shitty wagon is sitting at Wes's house right now. Like, If you go back to Wes's to do the oh. podcast live again, you, can, yes. you are more than welcome to take it for a rip. No, I'm gonna. we're going to do it from the wagon. Oh yeah, hey, I was just gonna do it in the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, we were over at West's a couple weeks ago. That's uh that's pretty cool, man. Um him and I are talking about maybe putting together a Fiero, uh, one of the Fieros he has for our Dragon Drive event in April. Do it. You know, uh twelve twelves <laughs> for twelve hundred bucks, you know, type deal. Can, oh, can, yeah. How how fast can you go on such a shitty budget? You know, I don't love, think I love it. about it, just do it. Oh yeah, I mean, dude, I and those guys. That's that's what Wes does. He just does it. He like oh, yeah. literally can build anything his mind wants to put portray. Yeah, that's why my wagon's sitting in his front yard. <laughs> that's <laughs> hoping, awesome. I'm hoping some of that juice just rubs off on it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. We need a we need a LS and a big turbo in that car. Oh yeah. I mean, if you want to foot the bill, but be like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, that's funny. We need a burnout car. Hmm. That could, that could be a blast. I mean, it will. It will do burnouts with the flat jack under the pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Well, guys, okay, we're coming up on an hour and a half, and we haven't talked about any of your own stuff. Do you guys want to dive into, say, for the next 15, 20 minutes, kind of talk about, like, what got you into cars, uh, you know, I mean, and we haven't even talked about gambling. I mean, we got to talk about that because that's such a uh, such a cool family of people. Matt, start us off, man. Start us off, Matt. But like, uh, let's start with uh, like I mean, your, your current, current fleet. Yeah, I've always been Were in you... cars. Uh, my dad was in like Mustang Clubs of America and stuff like that, and uh, everything. Everybody had really nice things, and me personally, I just appreciate things that are kind of ratty and that you can drive and appreciate. And uh, that's always comes in my lifestyle. Currently, I have a Shitbox Nation. I love ninety-two Paseos. Yeah, I have like a ninety-two Paseo sitting on a first-gen Toyota frame, and you know it's a total shitbox. It's not any good, but it looks really good going down the road, and probably nobody likes it but me. You know, that's awesome. That's awesome. But uh. And then, so let's let's stay with you, Matt, for a second. Uh, always motorcycle guy too. Like, were you kind of the, you know, hey, 
so I got a motorcycle when I was 14, had motorcycles before that, but, you know, got my motorcycle license at 14. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm riding whatever you can put me in that lets me leave the house. I'm doing it. Have, have you always had motorcycles too? Absolutely. Uh, full road. They were always playing bands and music at dive bars and Rod and Harley's to the gig. And, you know, as soon as I had my learner's permit, I had motorcycles and, you know, I currently right. have a garage full of them. And probably That's awesome. Uh, them sorry, real, real quick. <laughs> Austin's popping off here. Uh, he said, love you guys. Signing off for the night. Got to take a big old poop. Uh, catch you on the flip side. See you, bud. Uh, always be gameless. That's cool, <laughs> oh, man. Sounds about accurate. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, Bryce, you, you want to talk a little bit? Oh, sure, yeah. Um, so when I was a kid, my uncle restored Mustangs, and I helped him restore classic cars. Uh, big in the Mustang scene. Uncle was uh, president of the Mustang Club of America for a long time. Um, oh, dang. About to retire from it here soon. Always like nice cars, always liked road racing. Finally getting back into motorcycles, never was big into riding. Uh, always was more so like I worked on nice shit and like really had nice shit from like other customers. And yep. so I liked having my piece of shit that I could just like beat the hell out of, like really enjoy. And yep. I think like, a big reason me and Matt are friends is because we're like a connoisseur of like just just terribly looking cars that can like drive and like do stuff. And it's, it's always more fun if you have more ain't care, you know, like if you, if you say, I don't want to drive it because the paint's nice. I want to get a rock chip. Like it's no fun. Like if you have a car that the clear coat's peeling, but it's fast as lightning, like it's 10,000 times more fun. Cause you're going to, you're going to drive the wheels off the car. And yeah. And, and you're going to do rolling burnouts and you're not going to care. Oh, yeah. That's man. That's so yeah, we're we're patina fans over here. Like, I I want something that I I will park in the middle of Walmart parking lot, and and can leave and leave big black marks. That's oh, that's yeah. what I like. That's uh, that's like the one thing. It's like any anything I own has to do burnouts. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't care. Like I said at the wagon, like it needs a flat jack under the pumpkin. But that's because we we tried and tried until we had to give it the old sauce. <laughs> yep. Like, that's, that's it, funny man. yeah that that car what did we run that day 23 seconds no like, it was dude it was almost 30 i think it was like 28 <laughs> et um, that's awesome yeah it was it was almost almost 30 seconds at like i think i crossed a quarter mile at like 54 miles an hour like and i was i was i was giving it all the beans like yeah yeah we, you were trying like that's what's hilarious you were trying to and it was the going what? slow <laughs> What's funny is yeah. you hold like the record for the slowest ET time on a uh, drag strip and the fastest time across the country in a shit box. In a slow car, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I'm your friend, yeah. I'm your brother, and I give you props on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're winning at life, my friend. You're winning yeah. at life. And there's, there's something I've always said since I was a kid. Like, there's, there's nothing more fun than slow driving a slow car fast, and I will forever yeah. own just slow like i'm i'm done by like i'll probably have another race car but i'm i'm done like buying race cars and building race cars for a long time like i'm just gonna buy <laughs> shitty cars and try to just drive the fucking wheels off <laughs> there you go hey and the other side of it too is it's way more impressive like if you have a car that's got super sticky tires and great brakes and all the right suspension and you drive it slow it's no fun so great story uh the guy that was we were going to go cross country with his name's Robert Lee. He owned a, 
a speed shop here in town. Like we were first for a few of the rallies that we were on together. We were first several times between checkpoints in a Fiesta, right? Oh, hell yeah. Right. And like these other guys, I mean, big, you know, high horsepower Lamborghinis and all that, you know, Corvettes and all that kind of stuff, Mustangs and everything. And here we are in this Fiesta just smoking folks, you know. Oh, yeah. Because he we, can drive. We love, he, that stuff. We love yep. that stuff. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of it. Um, so, so what's next? Like, uh, you guys got some gambler stuff coming up. You got, you know, you're <laughs> planning. Need to, need to pay yeah. up all the credit card bills I maxed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After that, that, I have no idea. Probably Disney World. We have <laughs> Alvin Gamble coming up in February. Yeah. And at some point in time, we're going to hit Seattle. In uh, Savannah, Oof. like we're gonna have a different car, a completely different setup, and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna go after that record too. So, like we, we didn't uh, just do it for fun; like we're in it to win it. And if there's a record, we're willing to set it in a suit box. Yeah. And so, had, so you're talking? Had, you're not talking um, Seattle Gambler. You're talking Seattle to Savannah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Cannon. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, we had we had some talks with a couple other guys when we were at the Portofino. We're thinking about trying to do um, a uh, Panther run. So, like, any spec stock Crown Vic from any year. <laughs> you know, That's cool. And I think I think we could do some stuff with that. Like, it's got, you know, stock motors, stock trans, yep. but, like, do whatever you want for safety and fuel, you know. And, yeah. I mean, it, I, we think that'd be fun because then, uh, you know, you yeah. could bust it down into, like, classes. Like, you could have, like, 80s LTDs versus, like, 2004, yep. like, actual, like, marauders, you know, like yeah. any, any Panther body, you know. Man, that's such a great car. Like, that's – I mean, that's what the Narcs cart's built from. I mean, Oh, that's, they're great units. And, and and mainly the reason we did it is because if I'm going to give a car away, like, it's got to be able to be beat on. It's got to be full frame because we were going to cut the body panels off. And so, like, it's just a, a – and they're cheap. I mean, that car had 90,000 miles on it and had never been smoked in or anything. Yeah, and, you can find them at auctions and shit for cheapest yeah. dirt. Yeah, we gave nine hundred for that car, and it was from an individual. You know, I've seen them at auctions. We watched a couple go for six or seven hundred bucks. That oh yeah, like had a door scraped on it. You know, yeah, I would make a daily for the next ten years. You know, <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, that car will go two or three hundred thousand miles. You know, uh, I've got to put a trans in this one, but I think I'm just going to go ahead and LS swap it and uh, and throw some boost at it and turn it into a burnout car. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I would do. Burnouts for distance. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it'll do big gnarly burnouts now, but it either needs it still real, won't catch me off the line. <laughs> <laughs> it it either needs a big converter, like you know, a thirty five hundred RPM converter, um, or it just needs twenty pounds of boost and an LS. You know, so. I, I mean, think well, that's. Why don't you just buy your boost setup for the LS and just boost what you got and just blow it up and then throw an LS on it? Well, see, so, uh, well, the problem is, so the trans is like two grand to build. I'm like, I can put an LS together for two grand, an LS swap. You know, I, I mean, it won't be great, but I mean, the LS swap in the old truck's probably 2,500 or three grand. And it makes 500 wheel. Yeah, that, you know, that old truck is cool as shit. I appreciate that. I, I I love that thing. I'm putting new leaf springs under the back and building the traction bar set up, and I'm going to put a t- tire on it and Hell yeah. finally get an 11. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. 
So eleven and uh, eleven and a three hundred foot rolling burnout is what like it's fixing to happen. I mean, like that's that's dreams, but like <laughs> like people can talk ten seconds. But if you can do if you do quarter mile burnouts and eleven second quarter miles, I love yeah. it. Yeah, roll, that truck was never built for traction. Like rolling burnouts, forty mile an hour rolling burnouts was what the plan was the entire time, and it'll it'll do it as long as you want it with shitty tires, which is awesome. Oh yes, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Gilbert says it's still going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still talking. We're gonna we're gonna run this thing another twenty minutes. We're gonna go two hours if y'all want to keep talking. Might, might as well cap it off at two. I mean, you know, hell, I've I've been on for at this point two and a half hours today with uh with we did two quick sixteens before this, which are a ton of fun. I love those, and uh, we got to have the long format in here for dudes that drive thirty three hours and talk to each other. Hey, that's a good question. <laughs> How much silence? We're cooling off for a full feature. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, like we were, there, yeah, <laughs> were there times where it was just quiet in the car, like it, like two hours of silence? No, not at all. Uh, no. I, I I don't do good with silence, so like there's music or something, or like just snickering and giggling. Like it's that's like awesome. I just I can't do I can't do quiet. Like I have tinnitus to begin with, and then also like my brain just goes nuts. No, I can only don't let him sit in his own head for a few minutes. You better be talking to him. Pretty much. <laughs> it, that's it was pretty much like music on full blast the entire time from Connecticut to LA. <laughs> Yeah. So like you get out and you're like, oh my God, what is even going on? Your brain doesn't even know how to compensate. Well, like people, people would hold it. He would, I forgot. Like, uh, Ashley gave me something in Van Buren and she was like, like, listen to it. Like it's like, it was a phone or something. I was like, man, I can hear the ocean in this. Like <laughs> my, brain, my brain had just like dealt with white noise for so long and just didn't know what to think. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, uh... So Seattle to Savannah, that seems like an interesting trip. Yeah, we want to we want to we want to like start in uh, Savannah since it's close to home. Oh, okay. Hey, <laughs> well, I guess that makes place. sense. Yeah, that would be you would be a lot more um, a lot more excited about if you started in Savannah. Oh yeah, we uh, we wouldn't have to hit the Jane Fonda pre workout routine before the run as hard. You know, like we could just yeah. come fresh. But well, it. it What'd you say, Matt? If we do the Savannah, if we do Savannah to Seattle, and we're local, there's a good chance that it will kind of develop into its own thing, and then it will be kind of a crosshatch meeting of everybody, and you can have two yep. records and everything kind of develop into a bigger thing. It's kind of <clears throat> kind of the game plan. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely definitely something that we were talking about on the run and. Like as, as the day keeps ticking more, like me and him are going to be on the phone probably after this talking about details for it. That's cool. That's really cool. Oh, that's a yeah. uh, absolutely. You know, how many? That's probably more. It's not more miles, is it, than what the other one was? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, let my, I think my it's two hundred more miles. Yeah. I think Dude. it's two hundred. I think it's twenty nine and. Then it's 32, so, you know, roughly 250, 300 miles is the difference between uh, yeah. Connecticut and L.A. and Savannah and L.A. or Savannah and Seattle. I'll have to double check. Don't quote me on that, but, you know. No, yeah. actually, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's ten, it's definitely ten within miles the same time frame. 
Yeah. It's it's ten miles fewer, man. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's twenty eight eighty three. Yeah, and but now that's that's center of Savannah to you know like. Um, did you choose? Was is Darien, Connecticut, on the coast or something? Like I'm, I didn't even look. I should have done yeah, that. That's a little bit what you call research for your guests. <laughs> but I didn't do any of that. I believe yeah, Darien, that's if you. I believe that's the closest spot to the original start of the Cannonball. They started at a bar that was right there on the coast, and I believe it's like gotcha. right there within like the same five mile distance of it. So they yeah. started right there, so everybody can meet up and go on with it. Technically, cool. if you count if you count like canals, it's like it's touching the coastline water. Wow, that's cool. Uh, CP the tool addict just dropped five bucks. Said, "Cheers, thanks, dude. I appreciate that a bunch." Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah, yeah. All all money donated between Thank now you. and January January goes to uh, our what's called Sick Week, which is in uh, February in Tampa, Florida. Uh, we another drag and drive event. So we'll be <clears throat> how close to South Georgia Motorsports Park are you guys? uh i'm probably about three and a half four hours uh matt's probably about five or six yeah damn uh we have a uh so it's like it's tampa jacksonville south I mean, georgia that's just drive, Narks. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. well so uh it starts on it starts on a sunday i think um february 6th so yeah sunday and then so we would be in south georgia on like a thursday or at South Georgia on a Thursday. Gotcha. So I don't know. I mean, if it works out my schedule, I'd, I'd definitely stop by and see y'all. Yeah. Really see you off. Dude, I'm, hey, I'm telling you, it's going to be nuts. Like, there's there's three confirmed five-second quarter-mile cars going to be making Jesus the trip. fucking Christ. Yeah. Hell Driving yeah. it, bro. 800 Hell miles yeah. worth of street miles. I mean, it's uh, – I just, uh, just sent you uh, over uh, Messenger a picture of how close where we started from – was from the coastline all right hang on i'll get it pulled up here for folks that aren't listening on the podcast but are watching it live or watching later i guess if it if it will open facebook hang on getting there calm yourself dude that's right on the money that's awesome hang on promise i'm almost there Yeah, so you're I mean, yeah, you're within, uh, yeah, right. You're you're within blocks of the water. That's pretty cool. Can y'all see that? Yeah, I don't know how to yeah. zoom that in at all. That's pretty cool. And and just to be in the um, you know hi history of all the folks that are there. I mean, you're talking, you know, like all the guys that were commenting earlier. I mean, that's those are those are big dudes in that that world you know and in the car world i mean not just in that world but in the car world too you know and so now you guys are part of the uh, fraternity of lunatics yeah it was it was really cool when we ate at uh, badge of honor my friend badge of honor yeah yeah, badge of honor, sure. yeah it was cool when we ate dinner after awards and uh we were sitting across from ernie which is like one of the fastest men in the country like when it comes to this yeah. like that's held you know fastest title or already sorry yeah uh, held you know fastest title and it was amazing like i mean yeah and, and, and like, his, you guys rocked it like <laughs> well and for him to say that that's pretty cool i mean that dude 
like they set a record and then like it broke and then they set it again. They're like, fuck off. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, what was, uh, what was Ed's time? Like, was he like 28 hours or something like that? Oh, uh, um, I can't remember. I don't, like, I don't, I don't remember what, I don't remember what his time was, was, but in, I think he was in the 28. He wasn't too far behind us. He was only like fifth or sixth place. He came in pretty like really strong considering there were still people showing up like a day. Oh no, I'm, I'm we talking about like he actual came in really yeah. strong because he was. Um, yeah. Sorry. I was, I was talking about when he made the, when he made the trip, but that's cool. It, like, I didn't know he made the trip with you guys. That's pretty neat too. He seems like a really good dude too. Yeah, no, Ed's, Ed's cool. Ed's cool as hell. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the second time I've met with him. Um, yeah. Yeah, Bronson Justice said twenty eight fifty for Ed's, yeah. Yeah, Ed's, Ed's record run. Yeah, and, uh, Ed Ed was great. Um, we like we love the shit out of Ed, and we love busting mm-hmm. Ed's balls too. Like that was <laughs> that was some of our favorite thing. Like anytime he would say anything, like "Oh yeah, our rental had cruise control." We're like, man, you can't hide money, Ed Bullion. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> and it was great. It was great to just. It was great to just talk with that guy and 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 humble with him and. I mean, yeah. he's he is awesome, dude. Like straight up awesome fucking guy. Yeah. Like love the shit out of Ed. Well, and what's really cool about like this event and like uh, you know the Dragon Drive stuff, it's like you're around these dudes that are like uh, famous. You know, they're pretty famous, pretty well known guys, but they're just car guys too. And once they're away from folks, like they're really just car guys. It's not like they're trying to put on any kind of facade or anything they're like they're just there to hang out and have fun you know they, they're there to do what they want to do that's that's the thing like it's it's all just you know regular guys from all different walks of life like yeah i mean it's it's cool to see like after it like we're sitting down at the awards ceremony or like at a bar and it's just like you know th- there's nothing you know like that's crazy like oh my god it's this guy like He's just sitting yeah. there having a beer with you, talking to you like like a yeah. person, you know. Yeah, you're just hanging out in the bar, having a beer with with another dude that enjoys the kind of stuff that you enjoy. So exactly, and a lot of people, I think, a lot of people um, think that these guys are like they they're not just regular people, like because they are, like they're just regular guys that are yeah. just fast as fuck, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, they they have less care than I do. That's pretty yeah, wild. Pretty much, like it's it's amazing. Yeah, the Arnie and, and Doug trip, I mean, I can't imagine 25-something hours, right? Like, that that's insanity. I mean. Oh, yeah, it's nuts. To, to have, I think their average was like 130 or 113, 113 or 103, something like that. It was fast. I cannot imagine averaging that speed across the country for that amount of time. Just like what you guys did, like being above 100, I think would be fine. Like, uh, explain me this. We got 10 minutes left. Um, normal people, you know, like, and probably as yourselves, like you drive 75, 80, 85 miles an hour, most of the time on the highway, you know, once you're passing, like by about your 40th person that you've smoked by at 113, allegedly, and they're going 78, like, does your brain start going, okay, we're going really fast. Like somebody's going to call the cops. Uh, I mean, I would just Mac can answer that one for me. Like, we pretty much tried to stay like in the wood as hard as the car would go, 
as far as like passing people in between lanes and we reserved like passing in the marbles or hitting the bonus lane like the shoulder for <laughs> truckers that were just like mad that we were there mm. i've been across the country a, a bunch of times and i've never had more more problems with truckers just like stacking up and blocking the road than i've ever had on this trip so yeah it was like, you reserve that for the the last resort and you know, try to keep everybody safe while you're maintaining speed for the most part, as long as you're just coming on and people are paying attention and you flash your lights at them like, hey, I'm coming up. Like, for the most part, people will just get over and you can just hammer down in the hammer lane and, and make really good time. And That's every crazy. now and then you'll get a trucker come up and it'll come over the CB like, we're going to stack these, we're going to stack these guys up for 20 miles. And you're like, oh, I'm going to show you guys and you pass them real quick and, you know. <laughs> You don't pass anybody real quick with 87 horsepower, though. Like, that's the... <laughs> well, that's the God, you can try. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, like, that's the other thing, too. Guys with four and five and 600 horsepower, you know, they jump on the left lane, uh, the left bonus lane, and just, you know, they're moving fast enough that those guys can't make a move, you know. But, like, you guys got to kind of get a run at it, I would think. Like, you're coming right. up and you're like, oh, fuck this dude. Breaks, <laughs> yeah, like, I will kill, say... Like, Another couple minutes because we'd have to take that time from breaking. I will say that, that every move was calculated. Oh. <laughs> yeah, every move was calculated. There was a bunch yeah. of moves that we could have made that we didn't because we knew we didn't have the power or the mechanical yeah. ability to make the move. And we just took the hit on the time and we slowed down and we were like, okay, blah, 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 blah. And then we like make the pass in a legal manner, but. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was multiple times where I was I was driving. I there wasn't too was there like, wasn't too many laws that were actually broken, other than in speed or anything like that. Right, you're you're, you're like <laughs> you're like easing over the rumble strips. You're like, dude, is there anything coming? No, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, it's it was it was one of those things to where like, I mean, we like there was multiple times when I was driving where I was like, oh shit, I should have done this or should have done that. I was like, but I didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. And I didn't think, you know, maybe the car, the car couldn't handle it. So I just didn't like, it was yep. like when the driver's meeting before you leave, like, like you get reminded like, Hey, yeah. you're, you're not a fucking formula one driver. Like you're, you're, you're just driving fast. Like don't drive out of your limits. Yeah. Like you keep that in the back of your mind the whole time. Cause like in all in all, the end of it, like it's it's not worth anybody's lives on the road. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, you're talking a difference if you can get around somebody quick enough. You're talking a difference of what eight minutes. Yeah, you know, really. I mean, exactly. I mean you know, yeah. if it really hangs you up that bad, you might lose like two minutes or something. And it's yeah, and it's it's none of that is none of that is worth your lives or anybody else's on the road. So yeah. I mean, you just got to think like, you know, you drive with one with what you can do and as long as you don't drive out of your own talent then you're fine yeah well y'all i I really i really appreciate y'all doing this i know you guys are wore out and uh listen if you come back to fort smith or alma holler at me i'll make the trip down i want to hang out with you guys either one of y'all if y'all come back solo i want to hang out i want to say hey i want to uh i want to drink some beers with you for sure so all well, right. Thanks, well, thanks absolutely. for having us, Narks. You know, like, Hell this yeah, a great you, time. you kidding me? This is so cool. Now, now I need. Now I have another freaking uh, thing to add to my car trips of fucking 
Savannah to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, when, once we get once we get anything and or everything you know figured out with that, we'll we'll definitely let you know. Yeah, I, I think that would be a fun one. Uh, definitely got to do you know east to west uh, to LA for sure at some yeah, point. That's so a, that's a bus. That's a run, dude. Like you, everybody's got to do that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how many people that has inspired to make that trip, you know, from the from the nineteen, you know, set from the seventy nine trip to to now. Like, how many people have made well, that trip? I was that was the thing with this run, this musket ball was the fiftieth anniversary, so it was nineteen seventy one was the first one. I mean, that's crazy. So no, 70, been, 71. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, so I will add. Yeah, I will add yep. that we have the fastest time for the car under 100 horsepower, but we are also faster than the Lamborghini that Brock Yates did it in. Yep, we are slightly yep. slower than the Cannonball Dodge van, but yeah, we beat barely. so many other almost supercar standards with cool. just 86 horsepower allegedly. Yeah, yeah, and there's so much well, meat on the cool. table. Like it's it's really just anybody's field. Like that's that's why, and you know, people look at this as like it's like this mythical creature. But I mean, it's a lot of it's math, and a lot of it's how comfortable do you feel driving with your foot on the floor? Yeah, for I mean, long pretty, periods of time. Pretty much like we had a we had a running joke in the car that like we were gonna stop and get like a brick before everybody showed up. So like once I come out we could throw the leg out and just throw a brick out the window and be like, you know, we just had the brick on the pedal the whole time. Like <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, guys, I'm gonna shut it down unless y'all wanna wanna tell anybody something before we go. Uh come gambling. Uh it's a great time. Come clean up trash and pick up public land. I love you, mom. Yeah. Uh, we did it, Mom. <laughs> Fastest shitbox in the nation. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, y'all stay with me. I'm ending it. Thank you, everybody, for watching two hours of this. I appreciate it. For everybody that's listening on the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, I should have said this earlier, but Narksmith kicks off on Friday, and it's going to blow your freaking mind. We're going to daily content of dumb shit that we've been doing uh, that I've been recording that I haven't been posting. So, all right, have fun. Y'all stay with me. See you.